When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 144 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Saylor. 144? 144. We've made it. We've made it this far, Willie. We haven't got kicked off yet. We haven't got kicked off the internet. You haven't said something too outlandish to get this show <clears throat> Well, and, and, um, it's only pro- It's probably because of you. Because the only reason... That I stay housebroken is because you are so, you know, anti. Anti what? <laughs> anti like, you know, curse words and such. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna we uh we got a special treat today. We've got Ben Askren on the line so already. Special. He's in. He's calling us from the TSA pre-check line. Uh, Ben, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm just in the airport, actually waiting to go to the TSA pre-check. I, I know hopefully as much as you two travel, you guys have a TSA pre-check that is fantastic and you always fly through in like three minutes. Dang, I actually don't. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. I'm not... Really, 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 you should. Okay. All right, maybe I'll do it. Well, the thing is, I never had it because I flew out of this little airport with no security lines ever. Ah, uh, so, I got you. I got you. But now I live in this bustling metropolis that is we told, Austin. We finally converted... Christian Well, you got one, right? We finally converted Christian to Delta. Yeah. You don't have TSA pre-check, Willie. Oh, no, I don't get that. I mean, you, oh, you, you get... Oh, what's wrong with you? You get hey, them listen, occasionally. You, you get them occasionally. You don't so you take pay your computer for that. out. It's money. It's you like pay. 70 bucks. Yeah. Eh. What? Business expense. Well, most lines <laughs> most lines I go to, they have the premium passenger. You go over... I mean... You got to take your shoes off. I mean, I didn't know you were anti. Oh, okay, up, yeah, you know, which, which that feeds into one of my favorite bits that Christian does is the white collar Willie. Of course, the white collar Willie's got the premium line. Of course, well, he don't does. you have the premium line? You got to be like, you got to be like first class on everything, don't you? With the miles that you travel? Nah, I, I fly Southwest. You know, they treat everyone the same. There's no white collar section. Exactly. Uh, but they are the best airline in America. Willie. Don't, don't even make me argue on that one. Yeah, they are the best line, the airline. Hey, I, I love the white collar Willie bit, Christian. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah, it's great. He's acting like he knows about security lines. Private jets don't have security lines. Well. And that's what. That's why he doesn't really <laughs> understand what we're talking about. Congratulations. <laughs> They fly to Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. Enough travel talk for crying out loud. Ben's here because 
Well, he gets out of pocket. He's he is as Willie mentioned. He's like a parent of these wrestlers when it comes to Missouri wrestling, and he will advocate to them <laughs> to his detriment time and time again. So Ben is uh, comes at me about Jaden Cox's pound for pound ranking compared with one Jason Nolf. So I'll give you the floor first. I'm I'm going to be a good host, and I'm going to give you the floor, Ben. Ask sure. Well, I, you know, I had there has to be an advocate for for some of these non-traditional powerhouse programs that, that you guys cater to. Frankly, you cater to Oklahoma State, Iowa, those type of programs. Tend to you, you know the deal. So there the has to be some kind of advocate for the smaller, smaller programs who are building up. Listen, Olympic medals. I don't care what you say, Christian. They they trump everything. And when we're talking bonus points. Bonus points are fantastic, and that shows differentiation between NCAA-level abilities. But when you got two guys, Snyder and Cox, who go win Olympic medals, that trumps everything. Those guys have to be one and two. That's just how it goes, because their level is so much higher uh, than what anyone else is wrestling at right now. So basically what you're saying is, Jaden Cox, because he wins Olympic bronze, which, first of all, this is a Division One folk-style wrestling ranking. But let's say I'll indulge you. Basically, there is nothing that could ever happen in on the mat that would move him. He is unmovable at number two because no one can win an Olympic medal this NCAA wrestling season. So that's what you're saying. No matter, Jaden could lose four or five times. He could get fifth in the country, but he's still number two because he's Olympic bronze. Well, I mean, he's too good to lose that many times. I mean, frankly, I think it's, I think it's an impossibility um, for him to lose that many times. He, not, he hasn't lost that many times last but, year. But, he lost zero times last but year. But you're saying, you're saying you think well, he couldn't lose. Kind of Jesse, Jesse Tilke was 5-13 and 13 entering the big... Tel, big, big uh, That's a t- different style. What? That's Greco. Greco is like, Greco is totally separate and different than, than freestyle. We, we know that, Willie. Just stop. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So and say, wait, wait. And time out. Another thing. Because I listen to every one of you guys' shows. Thank you. Willie, will you say his damn name right? It's Jesse Spilkey, not Tilkey. Why does he do that? Tilkey. He knows it's wrong. I don't know why he does that. I'll I tell you why. why. I I tell you why I do it wrong because I I see these kids' names when they're fifth and sixth graders, and I say their name right. But then when they become household names, I just it, I've been saying the name so long in my head that that's why I don't change. You you need to as a <laughs> professional you need to change how you say. It. Thank, I, I thank don't you understand for your professional tips. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Ben, what, there's a there's a lot of places to start. There's there's so many holes um, in this argument. But if you think that Jaden is so vastly superior, why? How do you explain a his losses and be his lack of bonus point production. We'll okay, s- we'll listen. Start there. Let, well, number one, obviously, his style leads to the lack of bonus point. But let's let's not go ahead and bring uh, up the losses. style of scoring did, fewer he, points. He didn't lose last year, right? He didn't lose. He had, he got he disqualified one time because he threw a guy on his head. So he didn't lose last year. Two years ago, uh-huh. he lost to Kyle Snyder, and then you know he he it was his first loss at the NCAs. Kind of had a subpar match and lost to a very good Morgan McIntosh, a guy he's beaten four other times. So I mean, are those the losses? Including the national title. That doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't uh, sound so bad. Okay, so an- another thing I look at. So you don't. So Mr. Pinfall Ben Askren doesn't care about bonus points anymore. All right. So moving on from there, bonus. No, points, I do. I do. I do. Clearly, clearly, the guy, the guy bonuses at at a very, very low rate, and you don't care. His career bonus. 
percentage is fifty percent. That's that's not that's not. Well, great. so so is Kyle Snyder's. Kyle, Kyle Snyder's is abysmally low. Kyle Snyder is actually not. He well, last year he bonused in like he has one ten in his whole career. Yeah, but he's he bonused like one seventy five percent. So he, he had one pin. He had one bunch of majors. Bunch <laughs> he of does texts. have one pin. He does have one pin. He's a Franklin and Marshall guy. All right. So okay, I get it. They don't matter. It doesn't matter that Nolf bonused in ninety four percent of his matches. Ninety four percent. That doesn't matter to Ben Askren anymore. Including so bonusing a two times. Here, here's what I'm saying, guys. Let, let me get to the crux of the argument. I'm saying if if we're comparing NCAA accomplishments to NCAA accomplishments, and there's no differentiating factors outside of that. Bonus points are a very good way of determining who's better and who's worse, right? Mm-hmm. But when you have two guys who go make an Olympic team, which, first of all, to make the Olympic team, Jaden Jaden and Kyle, and listen, I'm not putting Jaden above Kyle. Kyle's obviously number one in this argument right now. Mm-hmm. Jaden beat Jay Kerbert, uh, all-time NCAA great, uh, Keith Gavin, multiple-time world team member, and Kyle Day, all-time NCAA great. So, I mean, when you're beating guys like that, now, Noel, on the other hand, he didn't even make the junior 20-and-under team. I mean, and as good as Nolf is, and I'm saying he's, he would be top six on my list. I have, I have a very clear top six pound for pound. He's in that top six, and he's very, very good. But when you can't make a 20-nutter team and you got another guy who who's taking a bronze medal in the Olympics, you've got to take stock of that. I, I don't think, care what you team. Know, this, you have to pay this, attention. Obviously, Ben, you know, you, you bring up good points, but at the same time, don't you think that it should be all in one pool, right? Like, Like, don't you think you should – just count NCAA results and, and discount anything outside of that? I mean, Jade, all right, so here's what I'm going to do. I think you're right, Ben. Um, Jaden Cox, 100%, we should factor in his freestyle. So where does getting pinned by Lucas Sheridan factor in? I knew you were going to bring that up, CP. Ah, hey, a blind squirrel finds an acorn once in a while, right? Oh, no, so when it happens to Jaden, it's a blind squirrel thing. Okay, but when... when uh... Guys, he won an Olympic bronze medal. Just stop. Like... Yeah, he got pinned by Lucas Sheridan four years ago or something. Like, come on. I mean, I mean, he's, he's lost some others. He lost to Duran Wynn. I'm he sure lost... Nolf lost in high school sometimes too. Yeah, to like one. Joy to Joey McKenna, like one time. Um, okay, so so let's let's keep it moving. I think we got some good stuff going on here. Another... Wait, so I got my top six. You want my top six? Yes, uh, okay. I do. Yeah, yeah, this will be good. All right, because I, I think that when I looked at it last night, and I don't got anything written down, I'm going. Last night, I looked through the results. I, I think the top six is very clear. After that, I think it gets really, really murky. Mm-hmm. I think you go Snyder one, Cox two. Like I said, Olympic medals trump everything. That, that's uh, and this is coming from a guy who did not win an Olympic medal. Olympic medals are the paramount of the sport of wrestling. Then you got number three. You got Isaiah Martinez two out of, two out of two and beat Noel two out of three last year. You got Zane number three. Uh, I'm sorry, number four. Strength of bonus points, although I don't think his opposition was quite as strong as Martinez's, and he doesn't have two titles. Then you got Gabe Dean, who has two titles, and then you have Nolf, although he has more bonus, and he lost to a very, very good person. Um, I don't think his strength of wins are that great besides the IMR one. Where, I'm not kidding. Who else? Who else is great? No, are, you fa- are, you familiar, are you familiar with one Brian Robuto? You familiar with his work? <laughs> He didn't beat him last year. That was a retro year. Why doesn't that count? Well, I oh, so you, was coming you off really, injury. You have very uh, interesting parameters for which he also made the NCAA finals that year coming off of injury. Um, so another thing I think is important that we look at, and it's 
hilarious. Sure. You have, you have Nolf behind Dean, who lost to Nolan Boyd last year. That's funny. But uh, That is ugly, right? It's hard to erase that one, but I, I but got it, two titles. What any, can you say? Anything to hate on Nolf. So I'll say, what is more? What is Jaden Cox's best folk style win? And let's compare mm-hmm. that to um, – to Jason Nolf's, and let's also compare fields because I think you're not you are overstating the strength or lack thereof of 197 in the last couple of years. No, but I, I'm saying I'm saying the Olympic medals of Snyder and Cox trump all, right? Uh, that, I think okay. that's pretty. You can say that explicitly. Uh, but Morgan McIntosh is no slump, and Jaden's beat him four times. But I would say you are right. The strength of a 197 pound field um, has not been that outstanding the last three years. Okay. So Except if, for two Olympic medalists. Yeah. And that year the what? year and the year the year it was its toughest, Jaden got fifth, mind you. Fifth. So Well there was an Olympic gold medalist in the bracket. He did. He that was, that turns out to be a pretty pretty, pretty solid weight. Um, so that's your top six. I you have the right six, um, the order uh, incorrect, but you know so for, what's your six? Uh, you can't say because you got to release it in a couple I can, weeks. I think I have an idea. I'm I'm wavering on some. I think Snyder is. Okay. The, I do think Snyder is the clear number one, but not because he won the Olympics, but because of the the strength of his wins. You know, he's beaten a lot of really good guys. He's beaten Jaden Cox. He's beaten Nick Wisdowski, who was the pre- yeah. previous number two. Um, I mean, but if you're if you're gonna go count losses. Like you're trying to get Jaden, he did lose. And, and listen, I'm saying Snyder's number one, which is why I'm saying some losses. You gotta say, ah, shit happened. Uh, he, you know, uh, Kyle Snyder lost four times his freshman year, including to Nathan Burek, who is not a world beater by any sense of imagination. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's fair. That's fair. I, I think the strength of his win at his, last year trumps that, but that's a fair argument. I think Zane. I have Zane Rutherford number two, actually. He was undefeated Ooh. last. He was undefeated last year. Did you realize he wrestled ten All Americans last year? He bonused seven of them. Okay, so not only did he have lead the country in pins, but he also did so against elite competition. He was bonusing was, the best guy. Who was his losses at NCAAs the first year? Was that Steber Port and Port? Yeah. He was Logan's only. Yeah, loss I agree. Last I mean, three years. So I have him I, ahead I of I hear you guys loud and clear. Yeah. He's about as good as it gets for a college wrestler. Um, and, and he honestly, he didn't do bad at the Olympic team trials. I believe he took fourth, third, I think, third. if I'm third, He's, third. So, yeah, I mean, he did really well against those guys. So then I have Imar, and then I have Nolf, and then I think I'm going to have Cox over Dean. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Wow. An Olympic bronze medalist, fifth in fifth. Wow. So Where's Nolan Boyd? So, <laughs> I mean, so if Vladimir Kanchikishvili transferred to Clarion, should I have him number one? Uh, probably number two behind Snyder. Okay, number two. He'd be pretty high. I don't see why not. I'm sure he wouldn't struggle on that. Okay, well, well, this has been this has been very good. Where uh, where are you going right now, Ben? I'm going. Well, I'm flying into St. Louis, and then I'm I'm driving to Columbia, Missouri. Oh, you're going to Columbia? Oh, oh, interesting. That's interesting. Um, I, I didn't know. I, how how close are you to that program? It really seems like you. Hey, like I'm, I'm very I'm very transparent about uh, <laughs> about my feelings. But guys, there's got to be an advocate for the smaller programs because we know. Can we stop Tyler pretending? And, and can CT. we stop pretending? You guys pander. You guys pander <laughs> to the Hold large on. programs that have the bigger audiences. Can so you stop pretending? Be an advocate that Missouri is is like uh, Gardner Webb or Davidson. 
It's Missouri. It's a huge well, program. Non, they're, they're, they're what I would call a non-traditional powerhouse. A non-traditional powerhouse. Okay. Well, all right. That, that's that's whatever. I we love Missouri. We did. We've done how many premium pieces have we done about Missouri? This this company, you Willie Willie Willie, stop stop just stop. We we know white collar Willie panders to the traditional powerhouses. That's true. I, I mean, no, we don't. I don't. I don't like Iowa or Penn State or Oklahoma State any more than I like Missouri. Uh, Maybe we talk about them more, but they also win. They more. also win national titles. Dang! Oh, burn! That hurts. Unlike that hurts. But Ben, you're the man. I know you're. You got to go through the line. I don't want you to miss your flight to Missouri. Yes, I know that's important. I had so much more I wanted to talk about, Christian. And I don't know if you remember, but I, I, I am your first guest ever. So I think you I, you know, I should get the floor whenever I shoot you a text. Absolutely. Open invitation, Ben. This is fun. We'll do it. We'll do it again when you get back from your uh, Missouri rah rah trip. What, what's sure. Your, what are you doing after that? What's, what's your next? Are you um, going to fight? Man, I, let's see. I got a. I'm going to fight eventually. It's taking a little while to get this lined up, but uh, I've got Missouri weekend. Then I got we got a little camp the next weekend after that at my wrestling academy. And then uh, I I'm headed to Super 32 with a bunch of kids in October. So you know it's going to get pretty busy coming up. I am excited to watch uh, who's number one, which I believe is only a week away, and it is my goal in a few years to have a handful of kids wrestling up there. So yeah. I, you know, got to get some some bigger results. Nice. So that's going to be a fun one. I'm excited for. And uh, then obviously we're getting into wrestling season, so then I'm getting really excited. We're excited too. Wish you were coming to who's number one, Ben, but we'll see you at Super Thirty Two. All right, I'll see you guys at Super Thirty Two. Have a good day, guys. Right, hey, thanks Thank for coming you. on. See you, Ben. Yeah. Gotta have him on more. That's fun. It's fun talking to Ben. He's, he'll he'll he get is, it and he'll, you know, he'll take it. I love messing with him, but he is smart. He's a smart I'll, dude. I'll, agree, I, I I'll acknowledge mean, he's highly intelligent. I didn't mean to burn him on the Missouri thing, but I mean, you knew he was going there. No, no, no. no. Oh, wait a minute. I mean, when I said, you know, I was in the Penn State to win national titles. I, I, I'm not burning Missouri. I'm saying when you win. You get talked about you more. You get talked about more, right. Right, right. That wasn't a burn. That was a reality. We love, come on, Flow Wrestling, we're 60% Missouri. Like, everyone went to Missouri. We've done umpteen documentaries about the place When b- b- way before we were a part of Flow. I mean, I, th- I still think that that was like one of the, one reason I kept coming back to Flow Wrestling was Martin and Joe, or maybe Joe, maybe it's just Martin, was at Missouri, and all I wanted to do was like, watch Ben Askren interviews and watch watch him practice and hear how he thought about things. So Missouri's been a huge part of Flow Wrestling for a long time. So he's just he just wants to whine. He just wants to whine that Ben Askren. He wants to advocate for his he program. Love Missouri. In, in in saying that, in saying Ben wants to advocate for his program, it's just like those parents that, that oh write gosh. and say You're biased. Hey, you're biased. You biased? You, you like pens? Well, no. He that he's your son. I'm not biased. It's your child. <laughs> it's Who's, your child. I, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, I shouldn't do this, but some parents you just you just gotta drop the hammer and be like, you're you're claiming bias. This is your child. Who's more likely? What do I care about? And just think of a random university. I have something against Cal State Bakersfield. I have something against Indiana. 
Or what's more likely? I have a bias against some random program or you're biased because you, you this is your flesh and blood. Yeah. Like, let's really think about it. And it's like, oh, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. What? So is Christian bias or is Ben really like Missouri? Ben really likes Missouri. Yeah. Uh, Jaden is tough to place pound for pound. I'll admit. I'll admit it's tough. And so rarely you have to factor in Olympic medalists into your NCAA rankings. When It's tough. When's it's, the last time that's happened? Well, it's tough. First of all, I think you have to you have to decide. The first question is, do you take results outside of the NCAA season into consideration? You I have do to not. say I either do or I either don't. And the the correct answer in my opinion is you don't. You, this is an NCAA ranking. This is an NCAA ranking, and don't I know people are going to sh- come back and say, "Well, the high school Willie, the high school, you say that, and the high school wrestling rankings depend on uh, take into account Fargo and junior duels is a different story, different landscape, different thing." And you have, how could you not? But, yeah, yeah, right. In in college, they're all in the same pool. They all wrestle each other. They're all they all they all it all ends up being they head to the same event, the same crescendo. Uh, in in high school if you didn't take if you didn't take out out of season tournaments into consideration there would be no data i mean if you take away super 32 and flow nationals and fargo and junior duels what do you have left i mean these guys would never hit so i mean it, even you know that's apples and oranges in college wrestling it's you should take into consideration college wrestling only and to do that you have to leave off Olympic medalists, uh, right? You have to discount, not discount, but not include that accomplishment. What what I see that's more difficult in college, and me and Christian argue about this all the time, but I think you know, high school wrestling is incredibly more difficult because of all those considerations. But in college, what I think is difficult with pound for pound is um, – you get a lot of guys with almost the same. I mean, it's really detailed, right? You, I mean, basically, you're looking at you're looking at Jaden Cox Conti semis from two years ago yeah. as a deciding factor. That's it comes down to little things because they're so excellent. Jason Off has lost to one man, and that man is undefeated at the NCAA tournament in two tries, and he's also beaten that guy. And so you look at things like who you beat, who beat you, and how dominant you are, and that's ultimately. What I think is most important um, it, when you're doing pound for pound, and that's what separates. And that's why taking it way back, Willie, to when I was off the books just doing the, the college rankings, my first ever ranking, my pound for pound, I had David Taylor ahead of Kyle Dake. And that was like the world was falling in. And, and a lot, well, some people agreed, some disagreed. And my, my rationale was, well, look. These guys just both came off undefeated NCAA seasons, okay? David Taylor bonused at a much higher uh, rate at this weight. He's the returning Hodge winner. Um, I think I think it's his, and, you know, the fact that he got pinned at the Olympic trials really didn't factor in for me. Now, ultimately, the very first match of the year, Dake took the number one spot and never looked back, so that was solved in in early November. But that's what that's how I applied it then, and I've I've been relatively consistent on that. It comes down to you know, and then that was maybe a mistake. Maybe I discounted Dake's elite wins, and that's fair. But that's just kind of been my philosophy 
from now till till then. And yeah, I don't think I mean it's it's tough to to um, talk about talk. You can't talk about style, right? You can't talk about style because Kyle Dake beat a lot of people by six seven points, right? Or, or five points, and David Taylor beat a lot of people by fifteen, right? But It'd beat the same guy. Dake would beat yeah. a guy by six. D- David might tech him. Yeah. But then. When they, they hit, Dake, won every Dake time. would win every yeah. time. So it's, uh, you know, that's just the way it goes sometimes. And, and, you know, these are exceptional guys. It's hard to separate the exceptional from, from one another. But uh, another thing is if you start considering this freestyle stuff, what, so so Nick Piccinini losing to Gavin Teasdale, that's now that's now getting factored into rankings? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's a whole, when, when you really think about its application, it's insane. Mm-hmm. To to consider, especially too, um, I don't know the the differences in aptitude are, are different. Too. I mean, college wrestling when when you take folk style, high school folk style, and high school freestyle, a lot of it's a takedown tournament, right? A lot of it, the better takedown artist is going to win. In, in college. There's riding time. There's it's a seven minute match. There's more paths to victory. Uh, yeah, it gets more convoluted, and more complicated. It's not as simple, I don't think, as um, there's some, not as much crossover. Correct, correct. So that's my pound for pound philosophy. Uh, moving on, uh, we'll get back to D one a little bit later. Mongolia. Mongolia. So three year ban for the two coaches. Fifty thousand Swiss franc. Fine. Um, and Think Mongolia has a bunch of Swiss francs in their pocket. <laughs> They're gonna have to do a lot of converting. I don't know how that that's gonna work. Maybe Speaking they got, of, they got PayPal. You, you know, know it was weird. PayPal? You know it was weird in the uh, accreditation office when you know you go to at Junior Worlds this year and you sit there and you're waiting to get to your media credential and your hotel assignments and your meal tickets and all that jazz. So what they do is they have two coaches go in for each delegation, right? So say the Georgia coaches go in and they have all the passports for for uh, the kids on the team. Right. So that each individual kid doesn't have to go do it, right? Well, all these countries, they had American money. They had dollar bills. That's interesting. It is, it's, it's, it's in France. Yeah. Do they take those? Yeah. They take those it's in okay. France? Weird though, right? What, why would they have Amer- why would they have dollars? I don't know. Anyway, okay. Mongolia. Mongolia. I didn't know that's where PayPal. It was. PayPal. Yeah. Does UW have PayPal set up? Because that would be really convenient for the Mongolian Federation. But so it's just the two coaches. Well, but not really because their team already missed Cadet and Junior Worlds. So there's. So the penalties were, missed Cadet Worlds, missed Junior Worlds. Three year ban for those specific coaches. Fifty thousand francs, francs, or some people call them hot dogs. That was a bad joke. Pretty terrible. Um, and we sort of called. We they, we knew it was gonna come, right? Right. Because of the Russia thing, you knew that they had to decide fast so that they could say we did something to Mongolia, and that could be sort of on par with Russia. Right now, what are they gonna do with this coach? Um, you know what. I believe striking an official. I would like to see Russia out of cadet and juniors. Same punishment as Mongolians at minimum, right? 
That will not? never happen. That will never happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to see kids out. I don't. I don't want to advocate for kids out of tournaments, but I would like to see it. I want blood. I would like to see it. Uh, I don't know, on par with what Mongolia got. Yeah, I, I think it was more egregious. Did we talk about who this guy was? That he was like, uh, not really a Russian coach. He's like that kid's club coach. Did we talk about that on radio last mm-hmm. time? So basically, like, think of him as like, um, it, like Izzy Martinez, um, like, so he, like Real Woods coach. He wasn't. He goes, but he's not really. He wasn't Brandon Slay, and he wasn't Jamil Kelly. Right. But he was. Um, Jody Strip Matter. Right, right. So imagine Jody Strip Matter throat punching. <laughs> Jody never throat punched anyone. No, no. So, I mean, is that what they're saying? That like, are they? Are they, I don't are know. they trying to like? Well, you know, he's technically, really, he wasn't with us. He's not really. I, you know, I haven't even seen that guy. I, you know, I didn't even know he was here. First time I met him, and then he was up on the mat. I'm like, well, how'd this happen? Hey, it's not on us. Not on us. So we'll see what that means for Russia. No word on how much they'll get punished for that. Of course, we have come to expect the worst of the worst with UWW decision-making, et cetera, et cetera. Um, where to next, fam? Uh, you, you lead it. I'll let you take it because I ain't touching it. You'll flip out if I say the wrong thing here. More coming. More coming. Big, big. This big. Coming. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. There's like official documents and such, right? There's documentation. There's documentation. But it's not ready. But just trust. Trust and believe. Look for it early tomorrow. Very right. interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. Just a little to do. If you if you were, if you kept up with the Olympics. Yeah. That's Christian, thanks for telling the people absolutely nothing right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Olympic corruption. Cheating. Okay. Rankings and who's number one. Who's number one lineup set, card set, match order set, and um, a job well done to one Willie Sailor. Hey, this is White Collar Willie coming down from his throne to communicate with the, you know, fellow peasants of high school wrestling and, and organize this match, and I appreciate uh, this that. Is, I mean, this is one of the most enjoyable things about working at flow but it was a challenging year i've said it on other shows um just just the calendar the calendar was goofy with olympics first and cadet and junior worlds moved back i mean it, not just for who's number one but for everything uh you know super 32 moved up uh, kids the cadet world championships were during school for these kids this year insane which is different you know and so it was a little challenging you know people wonder how come Yanni's not there? How come Vito's not there? Hey, how come Spencer's not there? We certainly asked. Yeah. We certainly asked. Um, and uh, I don't believe that every I, I don't believe that every kid should wrestle everywhere. I don't believe it's incumbent upon every kid to wrestle at every event. Would I have liked to have all of them? Absolutely. Um, do I respect their decision to take a break? Absolutely. Um, that being said. We got six of nine, number ones. And so this is what I wanted to talk about. Um, when we put out the lineup, people were like, well, um, that's not true. They're not. This kid's not ranked here. And, well, yeah, they will be, right? Jacob Warner's not 
Jacob Warner, that's the last time Jacob Warner will ever make 185 or anything close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I have, when you have, um, who do we have? When we have Beard, yeah. and, Beard and Embry, one and two, and you go, oh, that's, they're two and three. No, Warner's, Warner will never see 185 again, 182. 182. So, um, yeah, that's why that's why it's one two with Beard Embry, and Beard will make 182 this year. Embry will make 182. Same thing at 160 with I don't. know, Somebody was saying about David Carr not being. I, I don't know. People people are a little uh, mis misled. Are oh, you um, talking about 160? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't, people people are a little confused with like with the rankings. They haven't been updated. But because there's only like there's only like eight people to move because of weight changes after Cadet World, nothing has happened. Nothing's happened uh, since Cadet and Junior World. So um, yeah, the, the rankings we have down there are are the updated, accurate rankings. I guess I'll put them out next Wednesday just so people can see them. Yeah, I think that. I mean, the confusion is understandable. I think. Oh, like there, Whitlake at number two, right? I had Bonacorsi. Bonacorsi there, and I think Bonacorsi was a deserved number two. Um, but Bonacorsi's confirmed moving up to 182, so Whitlake becomes a two. Yeah. So some really good matchups. I don't know if there's any you want to you wanna discuss explicitly. Of course, we got two um, Lehigh Valley guys, I guess, with, with Sasso and Labriola in yeah. the mix. Yeah, that's, it's the first time ever that, uh, you know, I, w- I would love to have uh, kind of a Lehigh Valley guy there. Um, every year just for the local flavor but at the same time I think they need to deserve it right right and so I never I never had a Lehigh Valley guy in there before um, this year so happens I think two two deserve it Sammy Sasso's ranked number three in the country um, and uh, and who's the other one Labriola oh, Labriola Labriola's a number one and, and pretty much a clear number one so um, they earned it we got six Number one versus number two matches. One of them is one versus three with Nick Lee and Sasso. A couple two versus fours, and, and you know I got complaints about that too. Like, why do you have a two versus four? What do you you just pick and choose the matches you want? And why? Well, you know, for instance, Yanni. Yanni isn't coming, right? Yanni wanted a break, servedly so. Um, so yeah, I did go with a Verclear and, and a G Feller. Good matchup, kids. Yeah. Kids of, I, I mean, a couple of years ago, I went with Joe Smith and Larry Early. It wasn't for the number one spot, but the kids have been the kids have been top five guys for a long freaking time. And Sometimes uh, you just do a cool match. And I thought it was a cool match, right? So I think Caden and, and Verclearing is a cool match. So sue me. Do what you want. I'm not gonna sue you. Rby Ramo may be my favorite one. That's gonna be that's gonna be fire. And of course. Tony Ramos, Cody Brewer, to to cap off the show. Um, yeah, looking forward to that one. A little, maybe a little preview of that sixty-one kilogram wrestle off that's gonna be coming. So that is, it's hard to believe that who's number one is this close. It's close. We're we're ramping up. There's emails constantly going back and forth. The gear, the gear, Under sick. Armour gear is is tight. It's really good um, stuff. Let me also say, <laughs> I mean. You call me White Collar Willie. Oh, my gosh. But it's busy around here because who's number one and then a signing day thing. Right. It's like, inten- like it's pretty freaking intense. 
Signing day. Yeah, that's organizing all this stuff. And, oh, let me also say about there, there's really no good date for the signing day thing. And at coaches, I'm going to say this. Coach, college coaches, I know they don't like the signing day thing. This late. Explain why. Yeah, okay. They don't like it this late, but I'm going to tell you what. They don't like they won't like it early either. So, college coaches I hear murmurs and from a, I hear murmurs from a couple people, right? Like, hey, you know, they, college coaches don't quite like the signing day thing. And I've also heard it direct to my face. Snyder, Snyder was one of them. Yeah. It's like, hey, this signing day thing, oh, you know. So finally some Nebraska intel. Uh, Brian it's, Snyder's it's upset with you. Hey, this signing day thing, you know. What the heck? We have to wait to find out where kids are going. How do we? So, so the college coaches, not just Snyder, college coaches are like, "Hey, we need to know what we're going to do with our money. We can't wait until November sixteenth because you're going on a show. We can't wait. We need to know right now if we got yet. If we should do something else with our money. Well, that um, makes sense. It makes sense to them. It makes sense to them. Sorry if we're sorry if it doesn't align with your plans, um, but let me tell you something, college coaches. If we had it earlier, you would complain too, and here's why. Uh, you would say, "Well, we didn't even get a chance to get this kid on campus." Because guess what? When do they take their trips? They take their trips in September and October, and they're and they're taking trips into almost into November. So, uh, you know, and then they have a couple weeks to decide. So should we have the signing show? Should I have the signing show? In July? Before they get, they take an official visit to your, to your campus? So there's no good, there's, maybe there's no good date. But I think it's cool for the kids. It's good for the sport. And if you have to uh, adjust your budget or your plans get delayed for two weeks, I'm sorry. He's sorry, not sorry. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. White Collar Willie, a man of little sympathy to your your mundane problems. Okay, that's not going to – it's going to take something a lot worse than that. It's going to take like some sort of tax fraud or something for Willie to really get upset about something. Okay, White Collar Willie, um, do you still watch football? There's a game tonight. There is a game tonight. He calls football – well, by the way, a new Christian little- tried to Christian tried to say the quarterback tonight for uh, – <laughs> New England Patriots was Judson Prescott, is it, what's formerly the, of Bishop Lynch, and Judson Prescott. What his name's Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> what's the difference? Judson Jacoby. One was a quarterback at North Carolina State. The other one wrestled for Bishop Lynch High School. <laughs> but other than that, other indis- than that, to the same. I'm person. talking about the names; they're indiscernible. Um, but really, the fun, the funny thing now with Willie is, we'd be like, "Hey, did you watch the watch the football game?" He'd be like, "Yeah, Manchester United versus Arsenal." I'd be like, "Willie." I'm like, no, 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 Willie. American football, like the the National Football League. He's like, he's like, I, I. It's, he said he called it. He said this. It's too barbaric for him. So the the violence in the NFL is too much for Willie Saylor. And now football. Sometimes now football to Willie is is what we call in this great country called America soccer. Sometimes Christians' lies are too transparent because y'all know that I I tweet that I don't like soccer. All the time. So you, you blew that one. Willie's favorite, favorite, favorite place to go, his favorite watering hole, is a, is literally a soccer bar where they are it's Probably the best bar, the best soccer bar Can in the you, city. Will you, did, will you acknowledge that that's where you go? Yes, but I try to not go there when there's soccer games because I don't like soccer and I don't many a time I've like been on soccer a, fans. Many a time I've been on a Skype call and there's a, 
Argentinian contingent. I know. Thing. If I know there's a if I know there's a soccer game, I will not go there. Sometimes I go there. And oh, I'm you're like, calling it soccer again? You've I'm like, ca- crap. There's a soccer game here. You've been calling it football for months now. Now it's back to being soccer when the lights are on. I don't even. I don't. Hey, I don't play in a soccer rec league, bud. Well, I'm sorry. I I hey I'm I've never said I don't play soccer, but I love football too. The real football. You spell football with a U. <laughs> okay. What are we talking about? What? Nothing. Just Judson Prescott. Let's go on to rankings, Division One. Let's just talk about fields, though. Not really rankings. One thirty-three. We talked about one twenty-five last All time. Right, back to Christian spreadsheets. How's Dane Harlow <laughs> looking? How, what's he going to be ranked? He, I, I, th- I see in your spreadsheet you have Dane Harlow slotted right ahead of Devin Latito. Remember, I told you on Tuesday's show, Christian keeps names in his spreadsheet forever. Like they're, they're towards the bottom. It's it's column or row sixty-eight. It, they're just they're just. But buried. why though? I just don't. You never know when they get that sixth year. Devin Latito, you have in there. Devin Latito quit wrestling. And Dane Harlow wrestled for Boston, which doesn't the exist. program got cut two years right, ago. I'll delete that one. I'll delete that one. How um, about both of them? I'll delete Latito. Oh. Okay. You're still holding out hope Harlow has eligibility? <laughs> no. <What? laughs> Harlow's out. Harlow's out. Okay. All right. 133. Christian says book it already. We're in... October. We didn't even hit October. Christian said, book it, Tomasella, national champ, crown him. I mean, is that really a radical notion? I don't think it's radical. I think you're being dismissive. I do this. Not dismissive. I pick who I think's the best. I think he's the best. Certainly the best doesn't always win. That okay. happens. And in those instances, I'm still not wrong because I still might have picked the best guy. So would you say – so some people say, you know, Corey Clark. Yeah. You're saying Tomasello. I think that I think in large part, um, if you polled America, Clark and Tomasello would get the majority of the votes. If you said who's going to be national champ, mm-hmm. the field looks kind of thin behind them. Other than, mm. oh, you shook your head a little bit. Other than, I mean, who can go with those guys? Zane. Zane, absolutely. Zane Richards can. Um, okay, so one. Um, let's, let's stay tuned. Here's some more Missouri Tiger hate. Um, let's stay tuned on Jaden Ironman. Okay. I, I think, I think it's more likely that someone like Jaden Ironman comes up and is a top five or four guy than someone like Monto- Montoya or Hall or DiCamillo all of right. a sudden so as a fifth year senior emerging. So that's the tier, right? You got Clark and Tomasello. Would you say Clark and Tomasello are a tier above do you think Zane's in his own tier, or you think Zane's in a tier with Clark and Tomasello? That's that's the thing. He's Zane is either in a tier by himself between that top and the third tier, or he's in that top one. And I'll say, I say he's beaten Clark, and I mean he maybe has beaten him multiple times. Okay, so, so I think he is in that tier. So Clark, Clark Tomasello Richards, if Richards is in his own tier, okay. The, but then then the next tier is Montoya. Earl Hall, the twelfth year senior, George <laughs> D. Camillo, and that's that's, that's basically yes, it. That's right. Just stop right there. Okay, so that's their own tier. There's going to be some. Now here's where some, it gets tricky. Wonky. Here's where it gets tricky All in this Americans. weight. Oh, here's oh. where it gets tricky in this weight because the guys in the next tier haven't really wrestled yet. You have Michich, Cortez, Ironman, Cade Brock, 
right? All right, so here, listen up. Stefan Micic could enter that top tier, I believe. Could, uh, or or be, I think he could be the top of the second tier. I'll say that. Can anybody else? Can Ironman or Cade Brock? You know I said Ironman can, and you we all know Cade Brock certainly can. How about Cortez? Maybe. I mean, I... Cortez the killer. A town, a town, great song. Great song. One of the best songs ever. Right, so settle down. You know Neil Young wrote that when he was like uh, 16 in high school? You might have made that up. You also tried to tell me Cats in the Cradle was about heroin use. But that was uh, something else. I think I got that from the Silver Spoon line. You're like, you're like, you know that song about heroin? I'm like, no, it's about a father and his son. He's like, nah, man, listen to the words. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like no, it's, it's not about heroin, Willie. So, I didn't make the Neil Young thing up, for okay, sure. Okay, for sure. So, Jared Cortez, I mean, we're talking about a talented kid at Penn State. You, you have to assume success is, is likely. So, yeah, I would put those guys – I think Mijic, Cortez, Ironman, Brock all could be in that second tier. And maybe some, maybe one or two of them – probably not Cortez. I don't know if Cortez has that pop to get into that top tier. But I do believe that Ironman could and Cade Brock could as well. And Mijic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those. Christian just picked 13 All-Americans. <laughs> no, I'll, you want – here's the best eight in my, my mind. Give me your – yeah, give me your eight. Clark, Tomasello, Richards – um, dang it, Micic. This is not in order anymore. Micic, Montoya, Hall. Is that eight? No. And Brock. That's seventeen. <laughs> I'm go. I'll go. There's an eight for you. Clark, Tomasello, Richards, Montoya. Somewhere in there, but I'm not sure where. Mm-hmm. Micic, Cortez. Ironman Brock. Yeah, I think that's what I said. Maybe that I, leaves that may, leaves out guys like Decam. Decam, who I love. Earl Hall, who. Oh, I think I said Hall, Hall though. Well, then if you said Hall, then you left out. No, nah, they're gonna they're gonna place nine this year. Okay. Then a double double seventh. Take Cortez out. Yeah, <laughs> double double third double fourth. Yeah. That leaves guys out like. Uh, Josh Albert. That's okay. Of course it does. It leaves guys out like DiCamillo. Yeah, that's a tough one. DiCamillo. There, so there's going to be like 10, 11 really good guys, and eight of them will place because that's how the NCAA does it. So, yeah. It, it's a, how good is Joey Palmer? He, he's not on that he's level. On that. He's not on that level. What about a guy? Uh, okay. So you the, the, well another name to to consider certainly is Seth Gross. Well, Seth Gross. How about Greg? Can Greg come back? Can Greg, can Greg get back to form? I mean, I will not say no, but I will not predict it at this point. We've got three years of Mark Gray, and I, I just you know I, I'm going to take a wait and see approach for the first time because a couple years in a row I've kind of predicted. Success for Mark, and it hasn't come yet. And I'm not gonna lose my belief, but I'm not gonna predict it anymore. Um, Scotty Parker, also another good one. All right, this weight's good. This weight's good. We thought it was thin. There was a lot of young talent, which I always like. And I also like Josh Terrell a lot. Yeah, he's good. Um, let's go to 41. Let's go. Let's go there. You and I. A little place I like to call 141. Dean Heil, 
going to be the number one, obviously, to begin the year. Took a weird loss to Joey Ward um, a year ago, but other than that, was rock solid and was How do you do at the Olympics? You sure he should be ranked number one? <laughs> he, uh, he was at the trials. He was at the trials, and that's about it. Sometimes I... Sometimes I uh, say stuff on the air that I'm not supposed to, like inside information. Am I allowed to say that Solomon Chisco's moving up? Um, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I okay. mean, Solomon's made no secret that he prefers 149. Yeah. I still don't know that it's going to happen. And I would not, I would, I believe they'll certify him at 41 and keep that in their back pocket in case who, who knows what happens. I, I don't know what's going on there. The, I'm supposed to, yeah. I need to figure that out. So you're gonna have, you're gonna have McKenna ranked two ahead of Meredith. Yeah. To start the year, yeah. I think so. I think, um, you know, Meredith lost to Gross. Oh uh, yeah, that ain't it. He he lost to Thorn. He was good. Thornado. He was, he was good. He was good last year. But Joy McKenna was just a little bit better, I thought, last year. But. You know, maybe maybe he should be. Maybe he should be second, but I don't think he will. Let let's go back to just one question about thirty-three. Where do you where does it stand up as as there's ten weights? Mm-hmm. Where does it stand up as one of the deepest, the thinnest? Where I mean, I think it'll be middle of the road. I don't think it'll be like one eighty-four, which is going to be okay. absolutely silly. What about what about forty-one? 41, 41 is going to be kind of like it was last year. Like, it had, like, so many good wrestlers. It didn't have anyone that was like, oh, my gosh, Zane Rutherford, Logan Steber, Mitchell Port. But it just had a bunch of really, really good dudes. You know, Chris McCotty was, like, out of the rankings at different points in the year. Randy Cruz in and out. And these are guys that ended up placing. So those weights can be a little misleading. Because you can think, wow, it's so deep, but really is it just there's not a lot of elite guys, and that makes it look deeper than it really is. So there's a lot of guys moving out, though, right? Yeah, you know, Micah's going up. Solomon Chisco's Micah, moving up. Micah, Solly. Um, um, who else did I miss? I don't know. Somebody else. I do I do think someone else is. Oh, is Thorne going to be able to wrestle? <laughs> I, as far as I know, everyone's going to be able to wrestle in Minnesota. It don't matter. Yeah. Just All right. Just going to put that name out there, huh? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm not just saying Thorne. I'm saying anybody at Minnesota. I yeah. don't know. if Are they going to be eligible or they're yeah. not? I don't know. I don't know. Minnesota, they were very quick to comment about Jay Robinson, but can't get anything about the about the athletes. No, no info there. How much of an impact, how much of a landscape changer can the freshman be? I'm talking about... Keyshawn. Kowadzik, Keyshawn, Prince, who I, I'm super high on. I think the upside is higher with, with Kowadzik and Keyshawn than Prince. Though Prince, by the way, speaking of Bryce Meredith, Bryce Meredith lost to Jared Prince last year. That was another loss he had. Um, I'm super high on Jared Prince. I was when I saw his results. And then I watched him, and I've got major concerns with how he wins matches. He's very, very counter-reliant. He, he, he wins when guys attack. And that can be sustainable and it cannot be. And I didn't see a go-to leg attack that makes me think, like, 
like Kalodzic has and like Hayes has. And I think, you know, there's that element of surprise factor a little bit with Prince. And he's really... The first time you see the guy. First time you see the guy, he's got mixers. He's got some... He's kind of Ness-ish, okay? But not quite. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the kid's a winner. There is that, too. He wins matches. I mean, what can you say? He's going to be ranked quite high for, for a freshman coming in. And maybe higher than Kaladzic and Hayes. But... I think I think he's an AA threat first, at, first year. No question. I'll say that. But I... If I'm just giving an evaluation, I think that's where he's going to run into trouble. Once he becomes more of a known commodity, there's a lot of his matches um, able to be watched and go back and kind of dissect where he's dangerous. And you can craft a game plan around how to beat a guy like that. But still, they've got to go out and, and execute it. What, um, what was the series last year? Did Keyshawn put it on Kolodzik twice? No. No? Or did um, they, s- they split. They split. Keyshawn beat Kolodzik handle it the Nittany Lion Open, and okay. Klodzik beat him at, narrowly. At, at Midlands. At Edinburgh. At Edinburgh. So, but what happened was, it was kind of, it was interesting. I forget who I who I talked to about this, but basically, those two both wrestled each other on opposite circumstances. The first time when they wrestled at Nittany Lion, apparently Klodzik had just finished a match or like didn't have much, and then he, the finals was up. Then kind of the same thing happened at Edinburgh, where Keyshawn didn't have a long breaks, and then they both beat each other. Yeah. So we've seen that rivalry go back and forth. They and also wrestled. That was who's number one match. That was a who's number one match, Kalatsik winning that one. So I like both of those guys a whole heck of a lot. And uh, I think. Where do you put them? Okay, so we got to move guys out of here. Your yeah. spreadsheet here that has Joey Ward. He's still around. He's, oh, you got one more. You changed the years? Yeah, I changed the years uh, for a couple weeks. Okay, so Joey Ward still has a year. Um,. So basically, we're taking Mickey and Sully, Sully out, mm-hmm. and then give me your All Americans: Dean, McKenna, Jack, Meredith, Schnalty, in no particular order. That's five. That's mm-hmm. five right there, huh? Mm-hmm. Kolodzik, Hayes, one more. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Gulaban. Jimmy Gulaban. Hey, talk about Jimmy Gulaban. Hey, you don't have him won this year, um, <laughs> which which will forever be the right decision. Mm-hmm. It was I was the only one that got that one right, and um, I don't care that he didn't place. That's not really what matters. It was the right call. Um, I think he'll do fine. I think I mean, you know, he didn't have a good year last year. I think he'll be adjusted. Okay, he could not place. I just said that just because we got history. Jimmy and I. That leaves off some good guys. Um, okay, back with the t- you, yeah, back le- with the tiger hate. Uh, Matt Manley off right. the podium. You left Matt Manley off. You left Randy Cruz and All American off. Um, and we don't know what's going to happen with Tommy Thorne, Steve Blees, and the trap. Gaska, Prince, Ronnie Perry, Vince Turk are the names in this. Gaska could be a guy. Gaska, I mean, that kid. How about Zacherl or Feinstein? Zacherl for sure. Um, I thought he was going to have a really nice year last year, and I think he was. I think his year is not really indicative of how close he is to those guys. I think he just was not quite there, and he had hit a lot of good dudes. But I think he'll be fine. I look for him to have a video. What's so funny? It's, it's not arable. It's not safe for work. <laughs> wow. You have. In, so in Christian's spreadsheet, he has who they won and lost to each week last year. And for one. No, no, don't, don't read this. For this, one this person. This is not arable. For one, I know it's not. For one person, 
it is in red and it's in a question mark exclamation point. <laughs> he lost to that guy? Oh yeah. So red means bad. Red means you did bad below expectations. Purple means a little bit of both and green means good. So now yeah, you have my coding. It's color coded. It's color my spreadsheets are color coded. Um, so yeah. Well there are some crazy losses that happen. For sure. Um, so yeah, that's forty one. Who are your who are your eight? I don't know. Oh, I mean I'm taking I'm taking the top five for sure. I think Heil AA, McKenna AA, Meredith, Jack. Schnalty gonna mob. Ashnault. Do you think would you say Christian I didn't say Joey Ward. I might have messed up there. I like Joey Ward. He beat Kevin Jack and Dean Heil last year. It's a pretty solid weight. Like if if at the end of the year if we get to, you know, April first and we're saying that Kolodzik and Keyshawn didn't AA. We'd probably be a little not surprised, but no. su- surprised. I don't know. Micah didn't place last year. Good guys don't place every year. The best eight guys don't always place. That I, I would not be shocked. I yeah. think I guess as freshmen. As as freshmen, just as just as good wrestlers though. G- good wrestlers. Evan Henderson, DNP'd. Yeah. Plus to Clayton Ream. Like yeah. there's just good wrestlers wrestle bad sometimes. So I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Sure, sure. Um, it, is a, it is a relatively solid weight. Christian, Super what? solid. It's fun. How many? We talked about this off air. I don't know if we talked about it on air. Um, how many, in your opinion, preseason are locks? Generally speaking. Oh, titles? Title locked up. Out of 10 weights. All right, we'll work backwards. Snyder is a lock to win 285. Jaden. Is a lock to win 197. Dean. I don't know if I'll give him lock status. I, mean, I probably should. If Gabe Dean never lost to Nolan Boyd, would he be lock status in your mind? Probably, though, I don't know. With with Bo coming up, Bo Nickel, and Miles, Bo, Bo probably coming up, Miles coming up, that's it's, it's a deep weight and it's a tough weight, but Dean has been head and shoulders above, better than all them. Well, I, I don't except mean, when he loses. I don't mean, he lost one time. Well, and then the year before that, he lost a couple times. He lost to Zilmer and lost to Meeks and almost lost to Farr. It was all at the same tournament, but, you know, he lost. So he had one, he had two bad days in the last two years. Yeah. Okay. But that's, uh, you know, it's more than, yeah. Okay, I, he's a lock. I mean, Dean would be a lock in, diff, in a different way, but I just think there's just some qu- Bo Nickel. There's enough threats. There's just enough threats that you're like, well, Pat uh, Pat Downey's coming down. To I mean, but, uh, you know, I I think that I think that Nickel will be fine size wise at 84. But I mean, you're talking about a two time champ. Yeah, so Dean. Dean is then that next tier. I'm not going lock. He is unquestionably my pick to win this this weight. Okay, I'll I'll give you that. I'll say that. Bo Jordan is not a lock at 174, but I do believe he'll win. So we have two locks so far. 65 lock. Imar's a lock. 57 lock. Lock with Jason Nolf. 49 lock. Lock for Zane Rutherford. Is that five or six? 49, 57, 60. 84 and 74 were not. Okay, so five. 41, Heil's not a lock. Not a lock. There's too much. Um, there's too close matches there. 
There's close matches there. Um, but to use your argument, though, the same argument you used for no, Dean. No, 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 no. The guy had one loss. I, I know, but you can't compare. You can't compare third, first, first to Dean Heil. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Thirty-three. I don't think Nato or Clark or Locks or Zane Richards. So no, not one there. So that's five weights. And then twenty-five is not. Yeah, I'm not gonna give Gilman Lock status. No. He's the he's the pick. He's just below Dean though, maybe in likelihood. You think? You think you think that you think that Thomas Gilman is more of a lock than Dean Heil? Yeah. Who's who in this field? Joey Dance. One guy. Who who else can challenge him? Yeah, I guess. There are a lot of there's just it's a tougher weight. Forty one's tougher. Joey McKenna, he can't beat Dean Heil. Yeah, Bruce yeah, Barrett. you're right. Kevin Jack, Anthony Ashton. You're right. There's not. I mean, Gilman's proven to be on a different tier than all these guys, other than Dance. Yeah, and Dance has, has just not had the NCAs you you think. So for that reason, I do give him that that status. Status or status? I go status. Oh my goodness! Well, that's white collar will. No, that's what you say. I do not say status. You said I, I'm adjusting my Facebook status. You say. I said that to be You just said status. To be funny. You yeah. called me White Collar Willie. I'm wearing ripped Levi's and a pair of... Willie wears undeniable... Willie wears capris. They're not capris. Okay. What would you call tight jeans that fall just below your kneecap? They're, they're not below. He they're wears below. capris. They're not below. He said, they, are, they are a pair of Levi's that I... Cut with scissors, and I didn't cut them high enough. You didn't cut them high enough. They're above your knee. No, that's because they're below your knee. They're capris. They're not capris. They are. Let's before we sign off here. What, what is? Let's look at the definition of capri pant. Do, how do you spell capri? I'm not sure. Well, how do you spell status? <laughs> so let's. We're gonna Google. This is the first time ever. Close fitting, calf length tapered trousers. Usually worn by women and girls. That is what he wore. <laughs> that they're, they're, they're tight. I cut them with scissors. But you can't tell that. They were cut with such, with such care and precision. There's yes. no fray. I sewed them as well. You Give me a break. I'm wearing ripped Levi's and, and Timberland boots, and you're calling me white collar. You're not a man of the people, and everyone knows it now. And, I uh, chopped my own firewood. Please. And tackle. You don't even have a grill. The tackle bears. You don't even have a grill. Noodle for catfish. I have a grill, and I'll make the best steak you ever had. You did. Which I did last week. You did. That was delicious. Willie can't cook. I mean, well, he he takes these, in his spare time, he goes to these French cuisine, like, classes or whatever. I don't know what they're called. What What do you call those things you go to with all the fancy chef people where you learn how to, you sip your wine, and you learn how to make the finest of foods? Nope. I don't, I'm not a part of that world, okay? I'm one of you guys, okay? You eat bad pizza. No, he's a pizza snob. Christian thinks sure. that General Tso's is a fine cuisine. <laughs> no, I don't. I just think it's good. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with General So? And also, there's only one place that has it good, in my opinion, and that's in Stanton, Virginia. Let's get out of here. Let's beat it. Let's play us it. out. I'm going to play us out. out.
What does that mean, play us out? What does that mean, play us out? We'll do it live. We did it live. It's now over. Thank you so much to listening for listening to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Big shout to Ben Askren for coming on. Hope you have safe travels to Missouri. And we will be coming at you again next Tuesday if Willie's not at another cooking seminar. And we look forward to that, and we look forward to who's number one, which is just a week away. Holy smokes. Ticket information available on the site. Buy those up. We will see you there. Thanks, guys.